Okay, we're gonna. I want to talk a lot to talk on Parsha Yisrael, the very big Sedra and all kinds of very, very choshevi, sadistic stuff in Parsha Yisrael. A lot of mice, all the similar bottom. Let me concentrate on one, and if there's time, two Nakudis, which maybe you would think are not even the main Nakudis, but everything's important, I guess. So we know that Yaakov set all these malachim with all these with a very very elaborate and expansive matonas to Esav. Esav finally comes and they meet. The malachim come back and they tell Yaakov that uh, he's coming. And we're getting ready for Muhammad. Yaakov's a spal. They finally meet up. So the pasuk says. When they finally meet up, I'll go straight to that posik. They all bow down to him. And Aesop says, pagoshti. Now what do you mean, Milacha Kalamachana I mean you know they're from me, so what's the question? So Rashi says, Milacha Kalamachana Zeh, Mi Kalamachna Asher Pagoshti. Shahu Shalach, Kloimar. It can't be literally who they are they. You know they're my family. Kloimar, this is what he meant to say. Lomahulach. Why are they for you? Now, what does that mean? It has to mean something because it can't be literal. So it doesn't mean who are they? We know who they are. It means milcha. How does it come to you? So the Balaturim says the pshat is like this: Why do you have this? We made a chaluka that you get olam hazeh esav. I get olam hazeh, and you Yaakov get olam so, means that in this world you're going to have a schleppy life. You're going to live by niyas. And your children will go dressed in shmatas, and you're going to live in a in a in a what in a, in a hovel, but it's all for the next world, all for the next world. Meanwhile, I see you sending me this matona, izul masayim, rechelim masayim. You have to be a very wealthy man, and this is not everything. This is a matona. I can see from the matona, and I see eleven children. The guy in the guy the guy right, right. So Asaph says, "This is not fair. This is not fair. I'm willing." We'll see soon. There's an oymet to this. But Esav said, okay, I don't want oil mahabe, and I have to wait 70, 80, 90 years for the payoff. Today. Okay, so that was the deal, right? But, but you're living a very nice life. So, what's the pshat? That's how, and he doesn't elaborate much, the, the tour, but the, that's a little what he says. On this tour... They have a very chosh of a vort from the Kedusha Slavi. And, and he's saying something that's like a dover tamua. Uh, let me read you a few lines. I am Balatur. Now, zok, zok the, uh, the Kedusha Slavi. Now, what does that mean? What's the kasha? So, in other words, because I'm rich, the, he says, Hagam, Sha'onu Royim, Kayeshbi Yisrael, Gamkein Ashirim. We have a shear in Klai Yisrael. Always was. So, what's the grace of Kasha? There are a shear in Klai Yisrael. And that's true. Most people, by definition, a shear is, is always, what do they call it today? The top 2%. Right? Top 1%? Okay. They're the ones that have to pay it because they're rich, so they have to pay our way. But they're always a miat. So, a miat of Klai Yisrael is a shear. So, Yaakov is an Asher. So, what? What's the Bikasha? So what's Esau's kasha? Om nom, listen to what he says. Kolo ashirim, kulo. 
No exception. All kol ashirim kulam, every single ashir, no exception. Heim, meleim, yogoin vanocha. They're all full of yogoin vanocha. Ka'asher onu royim b'chush ha'ayim. You don't have to believe me, this lady says. You guys can see it yourselves. All ashir, kulam, no exceptions. They're all meleim yogoin vanocha. Ka'asher onu royim b'chush ha'ayim. Ve'in lem oilem azeh. Now, stop for a second. <clears throat> what is he saying? I mean, we know a lot of Ashirim, and some of them have a lot of Tzoros, and some of them don't. But on the other hand, you could say that about poor people also. I know poor people that have a lot of Tzoros. And I know poor people who don't have a lot of Tzoros. And the same thing for Ashirim. So, I, I, I took this piece, which related to a few Tamir uh, real Tamir almost Tamir tried it out in a few people. I said, what is he saying? Is it, is it something that, yeah, I understand that uh, uh, Oshir can have misyonis and challenges and sorrows because of his Ashiras. So the poor person, his challenges are because he doesn't have any money. So, you know, some people have a lot of challenges in life. Some people, you hear their stories of their life and it's mamasha, it's their eyes to hearts, how things, are, you know, how, how rough they have in Oilem Hazer, and some people less, and David has Cheshbainis, which we don't know. But Ashir don't have Oilem Hazer, what does that mean? And I think, uh, nobody told me pshat, so I had to think of myself. So I'll tell you what I came up with, what the Kedusha Slavi means. He means, and the mere fact that we don't know pshat and what he's saying, is a statement of how far we are. That means to say like this, in the Kedusha Slavi's mind, there's an osher and an ani. Of course, there's a big in between. But let's take the two extremes. An ani is somebody that is missing everything, even basics in life. He's very poor. The Ramban says that Evyoin is the Sherish of the word Evyoin is Toev. Because he's Toev Lachol Dover. He doesn't get his fill of anything. And knows he works a whole day, he comes home, he's starving. His wife gives him a piece of bread, maybe a bowl of soup. He's not full. Can I have more? That's all I have. Okay? He goes to sleep at night and it's cold. So he says to his wife, Can we make this house a little warmer? No, we're saving the wood. We need it for the whole winter. So he's never getting his fill of anything like the He's missing. He's missing. He's a poor man. So he eats, but not as much as he'd like to. He gets clothing, but not as nice or as much as he'd like to. A rich man has whatever he needs. He has more than he needs. He's rich. He has whatever he needs. He has whatever he wants. So he's a good, happy person. That is the usher in the mind of the Baditshavarov. He has what he, everything he needs. He has even more. He's wealthy. So even things he wants. He wants to... He wants to go there to show on the spur of the moment with his whole family, check into a hotel for Yontif and take along his married children and his son-in-laws and his sons. and his... He could do it. He's rich. He's rich. Calls up the agent. You have my credit card on file. Tickets for everybody. Calls up the hotel. Rooms for everybody. He's rich. He could do it. Very nice. That's, a, that's an usher. How about a man that he has... Uh, I know somebody who's telling me about somebody, his father's friend, Dams with Minshu. He's a brilliant man, a lawyer for the, works for the New York State Assembly in Albany. He's a, he works for the state, for the legislature. He, he's, and he's a, he, writes, he writes laws for them. Very smart man. He has one problem. He's an addicted gambler. Not so much at Atlantic City, he does that also, but mainly like what we call day trading. He's gambling on options and this and that. He's broke. They took his house away from him. He can't help himself. He, it's an addiction. 
And and people want to, he says, my father wanted me to tell my friend is telling him my father wanted to help him, and he knows he's a brilliant man. So he got him a job in a law firm, to, just to be, you know, a, a desk job, because he's a brilliant man, we could use him. Started off salary, $450,000. So that's a nice starting salary. And he laughed, he said, I make that in one morning. Of course you make it in one morning, but by the afternoon you lost it again. So take a job. He can't help himself. So this man, we are all like this man. What do I mean by that? The Oshir, it's not rational what he's doing, but it's an addiction. You can't relate to, to addictions with him talking in a rational way because it's, a, it's not rational. So it's Rahman's on the person. Maybe he can be helped, maybe he can't be helped. But how about the person who wants his Tivus so badly that he's willing to live a crazy life because it's going to bring him money and he could buy all the things that he has Tivus for? So in the Radichava Rov's mind, that's not a rational person. If you tell me that you have money and you could be and you're rich and you're going to have a good life, in other words, I have whatever I need, so I am Sholom, Shalva, Hashke, Betach, I have whatever I need, I have more than I need, I'm living a good life. That's a rich man, that's a successful rich man. How about if in order to get rich, you have to leverage all your buildings and now if interest rates go up 1%, you're broke and they're going to take your house away from you because you can't afford the payments anymore. So in the Bidditcher world's mind, that's a crazy guy. Why are you doing all this and you, and you have no life and you're nervous and you're anxious? Just because you want to have money so you could buy, you could, you could uh, splurge on your tithes? Don't do it. But that's what we're all doing. So really, it's an addiction. So the magician Rob says, that's not Elam Hazer. That's not, that's not a Shiraz. That's a crazy guy. He's addicted to his tithes and he's willing to make himself crazy and live an anxious, an anxious life, not enjoying life, all because he wants to have money so he could indulge in his tithes. That's, that's not an usher. An usher is somebody that has money, has more than he needs, and he's ruining. He has what he wants, he has what he needs. That's a shiris. So the Kedushas Levi is saying, the people that you see today, they're not real ashir because they don't have a hazir. They're paying a very high price, and they're stupid for trying to do it. So why can't I be the real usher like that, that he holds up? You can't do that. The deal was, Esav gets Eilam Hazer. You guys get Eilam Habo. You just subsist in this world. This world is a proizder. You're preparing for the trackling. Don't get too comfortable. You can't have a shiris. You're going to be a shiris. It's not going to be the real shiris. It's going to be a shiris. Malayim yogoin v'anocha. You can't have it. It's not yours. And that was Esav's taina. So, the Vajit is learning Pshat and Batur. You can't. We made a deal. I get Ayam Hazar. The deal was like this. I can't wait for Ayam Haba. We need to know two things about Esau. Number one is, he wasn't an atheist. He knew there was a world to come. He knew there was an Abishter. He knew there was somebody running the show. And number two is, he wasn't stupid. He made bad choices. His choice was, I can't wait 90 years for the payoff. I need life today. It's a bad choice. It's a stupid choice. We like to think if we would have been around then, we would have been smarter. We hope. But that's Esau's choice. But not that Esau said, you know, there's no tomorrow, so let's have the money, let's have it today. That wasn't, he wasn't an atheist. Esau said, we made a deal. Okay, you can have your payoff, in this world, you have to have, live, I get paid off in this world. 
But if you are going to get Ashiras in this world also, so I got gypped. Because I know there's nothing waiting for me in the next world. I took my, I, Mishalom upon I'm getting paid in this world. But that was my choice. But now it looks like you're getting this world also. Hey, that's not fair. You're getting Shnei Olamois. And I'm, I'm, you're getting this world and the next world. And I'm only getting this one world. Only, I'm only getting the Alma Hadein, not the Alma Dasi. So that was Esav's Tainat Yaakov. Why do you have Oedem Hazel also? I know you have Oedem Hazel waiting for you, but why do you have Oedem Hazel? That's not fear. So you know, it's a good kasha. That was Esav's kasha. So you, know what Esav, you know what the uh, Yaakov's answer was? Zok, zok the Kedusha Slevi. The answer is Linzer Chain Be'eni Adoini, which we know, like Megillus Esther, whenever it says Hamelach, Chazal tell us it's also right. Belayli Nadar Shnas Hamelach Imal Hamelach Toiv. It says Hamelach all the time in the Megillah, and Chazal tell us in Medrash that Al Derech Haremet. Whenever it says Melach, it means the Melach Malchi Emloch. Pshat it means Achashverish. But this Lashmoyis, you have to learn up Shivan Panam Latoyer, that it's also goat on the Abishta. So when Yaakov Vina said, Lin Sachem Be'eni Adoini, it's going on the Adoin Ha'oilam. It's going on the Abishta. You know what? Really, you're right. I don't get Oidam Hazah. What I have, what you see me have, that's to serve Hashem. To serve Hashem, that's not called getting Oidam Hazah. That's called, it's tash- that my money is Tashmisha Kedusha. I have to film that I'm worth $10,000. So I, what do you mean? I don't get a shears in this world. How can you have so much money? It's not money. It's a value which I'm using for Tzarek Mitzvah. So my money is Tashmishe Kedusha. Tashmishe Kedusha, I can use. I'm an apotropis, farnis, aniyan. So the Abisha gave me a few million dollars, and my job is to be farnis aniyan. So and you say, why do you have so much money? It's Limsachem Beni Adoni. It's not for me. To take a salary, I have to manage. The guy runs the office at Yeshiva, has to get paid also. But I'm an apotropist. Why do you have so, so much money? Because I have to be Mechazik uh, Yeshivas. So the Abisha gave me $25 million, and my job is to be Mechazik, to be Mefarnes, or whatever purpose I'm doing with the money. But it's Oh, it's not called you taking like Mazer, and it's not a stira to the cloud of. We get the next world. And this is the answer that Yaakov Avinu answered back Asa. And I'll tell you an interesting Medrash here. The Medrash says like this. Medrash says, And a lot of Medrash, a lot of, a lot of things going on here, which don't seem to from the Pasuk. But then, finally, it says, Ochi, Yehi l'cha asher loch. Ashi says, right? Esav told him, Yehi you can keep the matanas. I don't need your matanas. Thank you. No, thank you. Yehi l'cha keep your stuff. Yehi l'cha asher loch. Ashi says, Kan hoidu loyal abrochas. Here, it was a long time ago. It was over 20 years ago that he left. 20 years, Esav is not really masked. Even though he heard it from Yitzchak. Yitzchak said, I gave the brachas to him. Nothing left for you. So he knew there's, and, uh, there's nothing left. He didn't think that anything could be changed, but he wasn't really moid. He really thought that it was a gazela. It's not fair. 
So the Medrash, he loch hashaloch. Omer of Evo, lefisha hoyu habrochas mefukfokois biyadoi. The tool, the last 20 years, the brochas were mefukfokois. Joseph says, Adain lo hoida leim benefesh chafetz. He really was not happy about this. He wasn't, he didn't buy into it. The hechen is oishishuloi. When was it mekuyim? This oishu is miloshin, like you makayim, you makayim a star, when you finally amoyed to it. Right over here. He said, Yehi lecha sherloch. That's when he finally, so what happened? What happened at this encounter here that for 20 years he didn't, he couldn't be masked to the brachas and now he was masked. What happened? So the Mepharshim seemed to learn that the Klal, if he was coming, Larba Meis Hishima, he's the wise of Yisha Keu, right? We know the Klal is, Ashi brings down, Halachi V'yiduosh Eisav Soinu Yankov, but here it was Nichmu Rachamov. It was an exception to the rule, something out of the ordinary happened, a one-time, a one-time thing. One time exception, Nichmur Rachmov. So the Mepharshim seemed to say, so part of the Nichmur Rachmov was at this point when you got him at a, at a moment when he had Rachmanus, so he was moider to the brachas. Which is uh, very funny because, so what does that mean? But what happened a week from now when he goes back to his old Ace of Sainu Liankiv? So is he choyzer back to not be moider to the brachas? It was only because of Rachmanus right now. It says he was moider to the brachas, now it became a kuyan. So it sounds like it's a done deal. But it's only because of the Rachmanus that he had right now. And Bechlal, in the Medrash right before this, there's a Machloikis. One man the says, Vayisha Kehu, that really he should not have kissed him, but can't Nichmur Rachmov, which is the way Rashi brings down the Chumash. But the other one, the Yom Kriegs, and says, No, Noshchehu, he wanted to bite him. And Yaakov's neck turned into Shaish, so he couldn't bite him. So it's Machloikis, whether this was an exception. So you have to say that this is only going to that man, the Omer. I think the, the, the Pshad is uh, different. I think it has nothing to do with that machlekes. Whether it's nichmar rachmav or not is, is a machlekes in, in the Medrash before. Here, at this point, he's finally made on the brachas because he finally gets it. In other words, until now, Esau said, I'm not masking to the brachas because it wasn't, it was one-sided. It was tilted. That means to say, if the deal is, I get Eidam Hazer, you get Eidam Haba, I can understand that. Why? Because I can't wait. I need... I need payoff now. Don't tell me I need it now. So that's the deal. Yaakov is patient and he is Esav needs it now. Okay. It's a good deal for Esav. That's the way he wants it. He's not waiting. And it's a good deal for Yaakov. But I'm getting all kinds of reports that Yaakov has, is doing pretty good for himself in Elamazel also. He's a wealthy man. So he never was to freedom for the last 20 years. He felt that this, this deal was rigged. It was rigged. It's not a fair deal. Eilam Hazeh versus Eilam Haba, that's a good deal. I say Eilam Hazeh, you say Eilam Haba, and you get Eilam Haba, but you get Eilam Hazeh also. What kind of deal is that? That's called a deal that's not fair. So he was never, he was never to freedom. It was in Fukfokas. He held, it, it's a rigged deal. You made it like it's a deal, but it's not a deal. You're giving him everything. It comes to me, he said, well, you can't get everything, which one do you want? You'll get okay. You'll get Amhaza. You'll get Amhaza. He'll get Amhaza. But then he gets Amhaza, and he gets Amhaza also. What kind of deal is that? Kan brachas, because finally, the way the, the Badishar Rav is learning, Esav gets it. It's not Pshat that Esav, that Yaakov has Amhaza. He doesn't have Amhaza. You might see me, 
with, with the Iza Masayim, Rechelim Masayim, and Gemal Meinika, he said, that's not me, that's Limsachem Be'eni Adoini. I'm a Gizbar, my job is to serve the Ebishter. I'm serving the Ebishter with my money. My money, that's Tashmisha Kedusha. I have expensive Tzvillin, I have expensive Megillus. I have to get my kids to Cheda, I need a reliable car. I can't drive a Jalapi. I get my kids to drive to school late. I need a, I need a car. It's Limsachem Be'eni Adoini. Right? I need, I need to, uh, to get my kids into uh, school. I have to pay off the manal, $100,000. But it's worth it. You do what you got to do. So there's a lot of things that cost a lot of money. And if you're an usher and you're throwing your money around because you want to be an usher, so that's Oilem Hazer. That's Esau. But if it's Limsachem Be'eni Adoini, it's a Torah for a mitzvah, dvar mitzvah, to either Mepharnas Aniyim or to maintain your lifestyle, which is the lifestyle of Torah and mitzvahs and Avedis Hashem, then it is fear. You know why? Because I don't want my ashivas. I want my money for myself, for my own tithes. And Yaakov's willing to forego that, so I get it. So can because now he understands what it's all about. Maybe that's the pshat, but what I'm saying is the ashivas that we see today, that the ashivas is that the person has no yogan, is malayim yogan vanochem, means he's leaving a crazy, anxious, nervous lifestyle because everything's working while interest rates stay the same, while the occupancy stays the same. As soon as things, there are young people that are in a big rush to get rich. They can't wait till they're 60. They have to be rich today. So they have to do risky things. And if the times work and they wish to want, it works. And they talk to become Gavirim young. But a lot of things at any moment, at any moment, I have a friend who's a, I used to get a lot of, in real estate. And he says, all these guys that you hear about, he told me some names, but I won't say names, that you're hearing the names being splashed around. He says, they're doing stuff that I would never do. They're, they're doing wild things. It happens to be working for them. I said, because they're doing a lot of good things with the money. He says, right, maybe that's why it's working. They wish just making it work. But these deals come, some of these deals come to me also, and I walk away from it, because it's wild. Uh, somebody wanted to put together a deal, it was very, very cheap. Little problem, you can't get clear title. What am I, crazy? I'm going to buy something, I can't get clear title? How am I going to get a mortgage? How am I going to sell it one day? What am I buying here? These guys take it. Yeah, we'll figure it out later, it's okay. No, no. Somehow they do figure it out later, very often. Very often these people die, poor people, because how long could you push your mouth? Sooner or later things go bad, and they're always gambling for home runs, but, you know, that's their life, and maybe she's taking care of them. And maybe the insurance policy they're buying is, and it works. Okay, so they're not so stupid. Maybe they're wild, but they're not stupid. But, but, they're if they're not doing it for the right reason, so he doesn't even consider them ashir. You're, st- you're stupid. It's dumb. But the real ashir, that's a good thing. But he says the only problem is you can't get it. <coughs> you can't get real ashir. Real Ashiris, because that, that was the deal. That goes to Asa. The old time Gvir from the movies that the guy lights up his cigar with a, with a $50 bill and he has so much money he can't lose it no matter what happens. He's an industrialist, these people that are worth for three generations hundreds of millions of dollars. That's what a Goyim. That's Goyim. They can have Ashiris. Not all Goyim have Ashiris, but the Goyim can have Ashiris. Yidin cannot have Ashiris. If they have it, then it's not cool to have Ayyam Hazen because they're paying such a high price. What he calls Malayim Yogan Vanocha, that they might have their Shiras, but it's not that they don't have Ayyam Azeh. They have no life. Al Koponim, 
One Nakuda. Let me bring up another Nakuda, the Kitzer, towards the end of the Sedra. Interesting thing. And maybe I'm hacking a Chinook, and maybe I'm not. The, at, all the way at the end of the Sedra, we have the B'nai, the Sukkim give us the Toldus of Esav. Esav had a few wives, and they all had children. And the interesting thing is that Esav's children are not called Malachim. They're called Alufim. Ela Alufei B'nai Esav. B'nai Alifaz, Bechar Esav, Aluf Teiman, Aluf Oimer, Aluf Tzvoi, Aluf Knaz. Until now we were talking about Malachim. And, and, and we, the whole time, the whole part, Ela B'nai Eitzah. Ela Alufei Achoyri, Aluf Loitan, Aluf Tzvoi, Aluf Tzivan, Aluf Ana, Aluf Dishan, Aluf Eitzah, Aluf Dishan. These are all Alufim. The Targum Taitches Reboinim. They're masters. And then, Vaita, the, the Pesuk can go on Vaita with other countries. Vayimloich, Bela Ben Baor, Vayamos Bela Vayimloch, Tachtav Yoyva, back to Malachim. So what's a Melech and what's a Lufim? Not my kasha. The Medrash asks this. Medrash, the Medrash says like this. Medrash says, the Elu HaMalachim Shemolchu Be'eretz Edwin. Edwin started off and Esav came from Edom. Esav who Edom. Zot zokt the Medish. Iman the Avish is talking. Imanima niachla Esav she maimed melachim oy. If I let things continue the way that they're going now, and Esav will continue having melachim kings, hechisrael oimdim. How will the Yidden be niskayim? Hareini medalgon. I'm going to skip them. I'm going to jump them. Which means I'm going to lower them. For oisa oison alufim. I'm going to make them that Esav is no longer ruled by kings. They're ruled by Alufim. Alufim is a master. Maybe we'll call him a prime minister. Maybe we'll call him a president. But he's not a melech. Are you ready? Medalgan ve'oisa oison Alufim. Shenemar ela Alufim b'nei Esav. Now, there's a mavuch in the what this means. I want to suggest perhaps that this means like this. We know Esav Sfarim tell us that today, the last Golos, Golos Edom, Golos Roimi, is, is, the, is the progeny of Esav. Esav is not a banana republic. It's, this is not Turkey. This is not Afghanistan. A, a bunch of uh, clans. In the old days, when we lived in uh, Morocco, and they, were, they made a Xerah, so you pay the guy off, or you outsmarted him, and Yidin are very, very good at surviving Golos. They stay a step ahead of the Goyim. Step ahead means a few dollars to shmear your way out of your problem, or even sometimes even without shmearing, just staying a step ahead. And those who know a little Jewish history, there's a long, you could write a book about the, the Chachmas, how the Yidin stayed a step ahead of the Xeris. They made Xavier, you couldn't get married before you were 20 years old. So what they do? They would get married and the boy <coughs> would take on the girl's name. And they had no having they would do this. So Mamela, they were waiting for the girl to, change, to have her name changed and to know that she got married. Oh, we caught you. You got married before, before, the, before the law that we allowed you, before the age we allowed. But no one ever checked up on him. Why should they think he changed his name? So they, 
That's why you have a lot of people that are related to each other and they have different last names because they took on their wives' names. All kinds of these, we survive by staying a step ahead of the goal. Zopta Medrash, that's good if you live in Morocco or you live in some other banana republic. How about if you live in the United States? How about if you live in uh, Germany, in France? They're not stupid. They're very smart. They have technology to keep, a, to keep an eye on you. They have laws. They have policemen. They have uh, the FBI. Not so easy to stay a step ahead. And the answer is, it's true. It's true. And therefore, what we did now is we did like this. We made up what we came up with a new concept, a relatively new concept in the history of the world. This concept is called democracy. There's no melech that can say, off with his head. It doesn't work that way. In the United States, we have a division of powers. We have, a, we have the executive branch, we have Congress, we have the Senate, right? That's what they taught you in school. No, there's no one person that could pull off whatever he wants. Let's say we had a, a, a stickle wild guy not long ago who was president of the United States. Wild man. Doesn't mean it wasn't good for us, but he was a wildermensch. Let's say he got angry at somebody. If he was a king, he would say, take him to the guillotine, chop his head off. Why not? He's a meshugger. But the answer is, he doesn't have the koyach to do that. He, doesn't, he can't do it. He's not, he's not a melech. He's an aluf. He has limited powers. It's a dover you do it today, but it wasn't then, that in the Second World War, Mr. Roosevelt, who the Yidden at the time thought was mamish a step or two below David Amelech, he was like the answer to all the Yidden's problems. Today we know he was not a Oyev Yisrael, not to put it mildly. And today we know that he was not interested in going, entering World War II. He wasn't interested, it's not on American soil, it's not our problem, let, Europe, let the Europeans fight it out. And he didn't, even want to, he didn't want to join the Allies in fighting against Germany. He wasn't interested. And they showed him where the concentration camps are, and they told him, and he knew exactly what's going on. Wasn't his problem. What happened is that there were Jewish tumblers who pressured their Jewish senators in California, New York, places where there were a lot of Jews, and the Jews put a strong lobby in Washington, and it didn't pass. So, so really what happened is that Japan bombed us, so we had to fight back. That's really what Babish was afraid of. Babish was Masavik, that you don't want to join the war, I'll make you join the war. And once they bombed uh, Hawaii, so then they... Looks like nobody went to school over here. No one knows what I'm talking about. But okay. But um, the point is, he went and he joined World War II, he World, World War II which we could say, Alder Chateva, that Germany lost the war because America came in, Alder Chateva, I'm not saying they should fear to develop, and that's about the reason. But the reason, when, when the war turned in the favor of the good people, and not the bad guys, when America entered the war. And the reason America entered the war is not because Roosevelt wanted to. He did not want to. And his cabinet of Rishon, like him, also didn't want to. But they were pressured. Now, what does it mean they were pressured? If you have a melech, a melech is not pressured. A melech does what he wants. The terrorist says, you're not a melech. You're Ela alufei Esau. So those up the medrash. If I'm going to allow the world to proceed and Esau is going to have melochim, that means Esav has a Melech. The Melech's a Roshan. Melech says, oh, no, Yidin, this and this and this. Kill them. The Melech says something. It's an order. It's done. 
There would not be a kiyam chalil at the Klai Yisrael. So what do I do? Hareini medalgon v'oisa oison alufim. I made them a lot less powerful. I made them that the ruler is not a melech. A ruler is an aluf. Luf, we'll call him a prime minister. He has, of course he has power. He has a lot of things he could do. But he's not a one-man show. He has a senate. He has congress. He has advisors. He has people that have to vote for him. If he won't be popular, he'll be voted out of office. So he constantly has to curry favor by his constituents. That's an aluf. I'm suggesting. I don't know this for a fact. That's what I would like to say, Pshat. Hareini medalgon v'oisa oison alufin. Shenemra el alufin b'nei Esav. Esav, now other countries can have a melech. Morocco has a king. It's okay. We can, we can, uh, with a king like, in a country like Morocco, we can get around the king also. We know, we know what kind of stimuli he responds to, and we could make it happen. If not, we could just stay out of his way, or we can outsmart him. But you can't outsmart the FBI. You can't outsmart the, the, the city, the mayor, the police. They're, they're too good at what they're doing. You're not smarter than them. And there's a lot of people behind bars who think that they could. And they found out that they can't. So the answer is, behave yourself, of course. Don't do anything you shouldn't be doing. But the point is, we're not going to let the government get powerful enough that they can make arbitrarily Gezeir's Ross against the Yidden. How do, we, how do we prevent that? We create a new thing called democracy. There's no one person that's too powerful. He can make, he can make, yeah, he could... Uh, sign some bills, and he could do this, he could do that, and even that, he has to respond to the people that make sure the people want it, because if not, they'll vote him out. And maybe that's what the Medish is saying. Here's a koyach. Okay. How many minutes?